Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Happy Monday to you. That's right, Johnny Ball Games here. My name is BJ Rains. This is Bronco Nation News Live. Every weekday, 9 a.m., we talk Boise State sports here on the social media channels of Bronco Nation News. So make sure you're subscribing to that YouTube channel at the bottom of the screen there. Hit the like button, all that good stuff. We're looking to build our channel here as we go through the summer. And uh, as I said, KTIK 95.3 FM, the ticket. Johnny Ball game with us for his regular Monday appearance. Johnny, looks like you're uh, back from a Hawaii vacation or something. You got a pep in your step, the nice-looking uh, shirt there, man. Uh, happy Monday to you. JP always appreciates it when I wear a collared shirt on Monday. So I did this for him. Yeah, yeah. He's like the t-shirt with some of some of your uh, Sean Kemp t-shirts or something. He's more of a fan of the, the classier look there. Yeah, yeah. So no, all kidding aside, man, just was kind of looking through the closet today. This looked fun. It's Monday. I get to yeah. hang out with EJ Reigns, kick off a new week of Idaho Sports Talk. It's mid-May. It's going to be 90 degrees at the end of the week. Wow. I know you're going, you're going to Luke Combs. I'm going to Luke Combs. We're giving away Luke Combs tickets all week. Nice. So, uh, I'm going to kick this thing off on a Monday the right way. Let's talk well, some Boise State. I love it. Starting in a couple weeks here after the golf tournament, you'll be able to wear this shirt right here because this is the uh, the new uh, shirt that's being given out at the uh, golf tournament on June 2nd. Nice, uh, comfy material. So, uh, Johnny, if you're in need of a, a new T-shirt, you're going to get one uh, in a couple weeks here for the uh, – Bronco Nation News Golf. It was my alarm going off that, that the show should be starting. So vitamin uh, time. Okay. Huh? No, uh, we are broadcasting from the Cutwater Spirits Mobile Studios. Make sure you check them out. More than thirty flavors of premix premium cocktails available at your local gas station or grocery store. And Johnny, uh, before we get into football here, we're going to continue our football series. Do need to mention tough finish for uh, Justin Schultz and the softball team over the weekend in the Mountain West tournament. A lot of buildup. Regular season champs, obviously, uh, and then they lose two out of three in the tournament. Lose twice to San Jose State. Uh, had a home run robbed from him in that last game. Uh, that would have been a three-run homer. Would have changed the difference. They uh, tried a, a steal of home with the bases loaded. That didn't work out. There was a, uh, a pitching decision taken out Taylor Cottle in the first game that was uh, had some people on social media talking about it. So uh, a rough couple of days for the softball team. They do not get picked for the NCAA tournament. Uh, but uh, regular season champs and uh, you know back-to-back 30-plus -back win seasons now. And, um, you know, Kelsey Hall and a lot of the key players coming back next year. So uh, future is bright. They got to figure out how to get the lights installed this offseason. A lot to do. But I know I know you're a big fan of uh, what Coach Schultz is doing with the softball team. Tough ending for them. You'd think if you win the Mountain West outright regular season in softball, you could like your chances going to the dance, right? And that's too bad that the softball landscape right now is just that the Mountain West, and I don't follow this and I don't cover it. This is just what smarter people have told me. Bob Beeler, you guys saying, like, look, this is kind of a one bid league for softball. At least it was this year. So that's a bummer. I mean, you want to say great season. You won the league. Like, what more do you want to do, really? What's the first thing on Andy Avalos's board in the meeting room, right? Win the Mountain West. And uh, you want to let the pieces kind of fall as they do. And then they just kind of didn't this season for Coach Schultz. But uh, they'll be ready to go. Uh, this is turning into a, 
a bigger softball market and community. I think what the last two years have made a difference in um, attracting some interest. You mentioned the lights. So softball program for Boise State fans in pretty good shape right now. And I hate to say this, but uh, them losing does mean Coach Schultz will be in attendance at the uh, golf tournament on June 2nd. He was out there last year, John. He's going to be out there again. Uh, looking forward to having Justin Schultz out there. Uh, also, we'll have uh, Sean Garris, the volleyball coach. We know Leon Rice and his sole staff. And Johnny, I did confirm uh, within the last couple of days that Gordy Presnell, the uh, women's coach, uh, will be uh, in attendance also. So uh, a lot of uh, who's who. I think four head coaches scheduled to uh, attend uh, and then a lot of assistants and players. So we do have some afternoon spots left. I know Johnny's looking forward to that bacon bag that he'll be getting. Uh, but uh, June 2nd, hope you join us two weeks from Friday. It's coming up fast, and we do have a couple uh, afternoon spots available. If you want to come hang out and see Johnny and Prater, they'll be doing their show out there. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. Of course, you can win that hole-in-one as well from Lithia Ford to Boise. You can win a new car with a hole-in-one from Lithia Ford to Boise. So, Johnny, before we get into the football, I did see, I don't know if you saw or not, there was a story this morning. Ross Dellinger from uh, Sports Illustrated. He is one of the most connected uh, guys when it comes to realignment and all this kind of stuff. And uh, talked about how uh, things are going to be moving. and It's going to be a pretty active summer in the uh, realignment phase uh, with college athletics. And... Boise State fans, a little unhappy, a little uneasy. There were four Mountain West schools listed in terms of the realignment candidates for the Big 12 and the Pac-12. None of the four were Boise State. The words Boise State, phrase Boise State, not mentioned in the entire article. San Diego State, I think we think as a given going to the Pac-12. It talked about the Big 12 being uh, um, interested in them as well. They're, They're going somewhere. And then it mentions UNLV, Colorado State, and Fresno State as expansion candidates down the line for either the Big 12 or the Pac-12. No mention in the entire story of Boise State. That's got fans a little a little uneasy this morning. You know, um, I think the a couple ways to take this, BJ. I, you know, I think back and 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 think. You know, if if things would have maybe been run differently 10, 15 years ago, whatever fashion, maybe this would have already happened, and they would have been in a Power Five conference by now. Or on the other side of that coin is, you know, what was keeping them out then is whatever keeping them out now. Maybe that's geographic location. Maybe that's the population. You know, a lot of these factors coming in. Maybe it has something to do with some academic stuff. I don't know. But, I mean, I love this city. Anybody who comes to this city who's never been here typically loves this city. This is a cool market. This is a market on the rise. And you think there would be some attention some attractiveness to to this type of market for that for the big 12 for the pac 12 but it's weird there just isn't i i don't i mean this is the boise state fan gets some bad news on this three four times a year when we talk about this now is college football gonna still let the group of five or whatever it's gonna be called at that point are they gonna still give them a seat at the table for this 12 team tournament that I cannot wait to see in 2024. If so, you know, maybe the Boise State fan, you go back to kind of that old school approach, win as many games as you can in the in the regular season, and then just try to get in that tournament and be the Cinderella of college football. The problem was that this fan base didn't want to stay Cinderella. Cinderella didn't stay Cinderella, right? She went to the ball, uh, she met the prince, and then she lived happily ever after not being Cinderella. She was a princess at that point, and that's where Boise State fan kind of wants to be. huh? I mean, you were Cinderella to get you to a certain point. Now let's keep taking this thing up. 
And um, unfortunately, when it comes to conference expansion, BJ, it's like they just they just don't want Boise State for for whatever reasons. Yeah, yeah, they obviously always look at the TV market and all that stuff. I mean, heck, you mentioned Luke Combs coming here on Saturday. I mean, he was last Saturday playing it like two nights ago, playing at the Minnesota Vikings, you know, eighty thousand seat stadium. And the next yeah. couple of weeks, he's playing at Arrowhead Stadium. He's you look at look at the list of towns that Luke Combs' tour is on right now. This is. They're all NFL stadiums, huge mega stadiums. And then he's making a stop in Boise, Idaho on a Saturday on night. Saturday. Yes. Saturday, not a Wednesday, a yep. Saturday. I yep. agree. So, I mean, I'm not saying that has anything to do with uh, Big 12 <laughs> expanding, but <laughs> yeah, it does show that, that uh, it, it just shows that, as you mentioned, the town is growing, the market is growing, and Boise, Idaho has a lot to offer. For whatever reason, you're right. They just don't. And I saw somebody say it on Twitter. I think they were kind of being facetious or they're a troll from one of the other fan bases, but they kind of have a point, too. Like, they said the reason with Boise State is they haven't done enough winning the last seven years. Like, I mean, they're still winning nine, ten games a lot of these years, Johnny. But, I mean, they're not even winning conference championships every year. And nope. they haven't been, obviously, to the, the big BCS Bowl game, you know, New Year's Six since 2014. You're going on a decade now. Fans may not want to hear it, Johnny, but like a little bit of that Boise State luster might be rubbing off, might be, you know, a little bit going away. The, the, the record on the field ha has, you know, not been great the last five, six, seven years. Yeah, it's like giving a toddler cough syrup, which I'm sure you've experienced, man. Not a pill, not something that this fan base wants to swallow there. But I think the reasonable fans in this fan in this fan base, Bronco Nation, I think the reasonable ones know and they understand it and it frustrates them too. And they get it. And they and, and they, they they talk to you about it. They talk to us about it and and and, and they do understand it. And um uh, obviously, if, if if you would have thought they were winning at the level they were 10 years ago, if they'd just be, I mean, uh, just a, a no-brainer for the Big 12 or the Pac-12 to call, like, these guys are winning at such high levels. They're winning big bowl games. They're on TV. They have star players. Yeah, we want them. And, yeah, that's kind of slipped. That has slipped. And uh, Andy Avalos and his staff need to get that back. And uh, this year, New Year's Six game, that should be and I think will be kind of the, the talk of the town and the talk of the season saying, can this be the year? When is it going to happen? Can Boise State get back to a New Year's Six game this season? Absolutely, especially with the three, I don't, three really big group of five programs, BJ, now all in the Big 12, they're out of the mix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big thing. Just right off the bat, you're taking out Houston, Cincinnati, uh, UCF, uh, yeah. you know, and, and that's, that changes things in a hurry right there, uh, who you're going against this year. So, uh, and we've talked about it last week. I talked about it with Jay Tust. I mean, that's, uh, that early season schedule is going to say a lot. You somehow come out of the first five games, four and one. I mean, maybe this is the year they get back to a, a new year's six game, but if you're two and three or one and four, uh, you know, it's, it's not obviously, uh, what, what folks are wanting to see. So, uh, you can check that out. Sports Illustrated, Ross Dellinger tweeted that out. There's a lot of good stuff about the big 12. Uh, it said maybe in a matter of a couple of weeks, they're scheduled to meet again, the president and everybody uh, in West Virginia and, and for their meetings at the end of the month. And that, that could be ready for them to officially make some invites or do some things in terms of expansion. And uh, we'll see what happens. If, if uh, I, I, Brett McMurphy had something over the weekend, Johnny, if you saw that about Oregon and Washington still be uh, being looked at by the Big Ten, uh, if that happens and maybe the, the four corner schools from the big from the Pac-12 end up going to the Big 12, well, maybe the leftover Pac-12 Mountain West kind of forms some league. I mean, who, who knows? if that would even be good enough to, to call it a power five league at that point. Um, but uh, there's a lot of possibilities, a lot of scenarios out there, but at least in the one 
from Ross Dellinger today. None of those include Boise State uh, expanding to a Power 5 conference, and that uh, I know has a, some folks worried. So check that out. I'm sure you guys will be all over that again today on Idaho Sports Talk, 3 to 6, uh, 95, 3 FM, 1350 AM, their app, all the ways you can listen to them. Uh, let's talk about the wide receiver group and continue our list here. But first, do want to tell you about a couple of our great sponsors, including Lean Feast. We'll be out there tomorrow. Jay Tust and I doing a live broadcast from Lean Feast tomorrow, 9 a.m. Come join us. Check us out. Would love to have you try their food and come come by and say hello. I, I think, uh, Johnny, that Jay has waived. Wow. Uh, J- I think Jay has waived his uh, autograph and picture fee for tomorrow. So if you come by and say hello to Jay, I believe you'll be able to get a free of charge a uh, an autograph he'll even bring his own glossy photos and sharpies uh, tomorrow i believe is the understanding for this so leanfeast.com slash meridian awesome fresh fully customizable meal prep uh, we'll be out there tomorrow come join us and say hello and um continuing to drop some pounds and i'm doing it thanks to lean feast so we appreciate them and their support of bronco nation news come out tomorrow and see what it's all about the blue and orange store free shipping any order over 40 dollars and if you're uh, in the Boise area, you can go to the Boise Town Square Mall. They're on the second floor next to Perimage. They'll be uh, sponsoring uh, the prizes, first, second, and third place. Uh, if John Mallory's team at the tournament wins first place, he'll be taking home a Blue and Orange Store gift card, courtesy of the Blue and Orange Store. So we appreciate them and their continued support of Bronco Nation News. Bowsher Real Estate, number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. He'll be out there at the golf tournament as well. No home is too big or too small. Check them out, BowsherRealEstate.com. Johnny, uh, they got kind of a – they kind of uh, – putting together a ringer of a team here. They got uh, Vinny Peretta playing on their team. They've got uh, Matt Bowsher, Ty Travis, I believe, a former uh, professional golfer, might be joining their team as well. So uh, Matt Bowsher doing all he can to try to win this thing, and he is stacking his team with uh, Vinny Peretta and some of the folks from Title One. So uh, appreciate him for being out there and looking forward uh, to that. And uh, one more sponsor I'll hit here. If you're looking for a new job, check out Transportation Compliance Service. TCS can help you every step of the way getting into the trucking industry, uh, whether you're uh, it's the big rig on the screen, the Amazon truck in your neighborhood, any kind of delivery service vehicle, they can help you out. TCS, Transportation Compliance Service. Check them out. The best in the business, transcompservice.com. Uh, Johnny, uh, we're, we're continuing our 20-part off-season series here during the month of uh May and we are halfway done with it and that kind of worked out nicely 20 topics 20 shows in May and uh, excited about what we've been doing so far and we're kind of going you know kind of just have a list of 20 but they are getting a little more important as we go along here a little bit bigger and uh, I think this is a very interesting topic today a crowded wide receivers room how does the playing time shake out how does the production shake out from a group that brings back pretty much everybody in that wide receiver room obviously they lost uh, Davis Cutter uh, they lost a couple of the tight ends that, that had some of the past production. But when you're bringing back Billy Bowens, Steph Cobbs, Latrell Caples, and oh, by the way, Eric McAllister seems like he's emerging as a star. Austin Bolt, we expect to be back at some point in the mix here. They've got Chase Penry, the transfer wide receiver from Colorado, who I don't think is transferring to, to, to be a bench player. Um, I'm missing some guys as well. We'll get into these guys kind of individually. But just in general, the wide receiver room, the playing time, the production, I mean, that's one of the deepest team, one of the deepest positions on the team, Johnny. Where are you at with the wide receivers? It is, and it should be one of the strong positions of leadership on this team because kind of the big three, if you will, Cables, Bowens, and Cobbs, I mean, they've been here. I think all three of them were either playing or at least were a red shirt when Boise State won its last Mountain West Championship in 2019, BJ. Like, they're one of the few people that's still in that building that can say they've won a conference championship. Think about it this way, though. 
there's so many questions and I know it's a packed room, very competitive. I can't wait to see how it shakes out, but Boise state has to be one of the few teams in the, in America that returns its top six pass catchers. And we still kind of wonder who's going to get the targets or where they're going to be dispersed. I mean, Davis cutters, I think 14 catches is yep. the most that they're going to miss. And I'm throwing in George Holani and Ashton Genty in that mix. They were both in the top six last year for pass catchers. They're both back. And the crazy thing is I'm kind of deciphering two groups here. And then I have kind of my wild cards. You mentioned a little bit too. Um, obviously, it's the big three like I mentioned there. But there's this new trio emerging. Eric McAllister, Shea Whiting, and my personal favorite, Prince Strawn. Those three are, are not sitting and just waiting for the other three to finish playing so they can get a chance. They're trying to play this year, too. Austin Bolt's a mega wild card. That would be a terrific story if he can come back and help this team in this room in any way. And then Penry, the Colorado kid, you said it well, too. I like it. He didn't come here to sit and just get a scully. He's coming here to play. He went to Colorado to play. And um, it's a loaded room. Matt Miller's got some decisions to make. Hopefully they'll be easy for him because it'll just kind of work itself out. You mentioned the big three and then the next three. Yeah. Where, where, would, where would the next three rank in terms of Boise State wide receiver ranks? I mean, I mean, excuse me, the Mountain West wide receiver ranks. I mean, if you've got uh, Shea Whiting and Eric McAllister and Prince Strawn, like I bet you that those three are better than a trio that some Mountain West team has. Wouldn't you think? That's a great point. Like if you put those three in Albuquerque, New Mexico today. Yeah, but all three of those guys three start. Three on your depth chart. Like, are those your big three there? You're probably, and you could probably even go programs, you know, maybe a little higher up than, 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 than New Mexico. Could you, could they be the three submit UNLV right now? Who knows? That's a good point though. Yeah. Good problems for Matt Miller. Just got to find a way to, to, to sell this on all these guys that yeah, no one here is going to catch 80 balls, but everyone might catch 35 to 40 and they'll all kind of even itself out at the end of the year. I know you'll have games like you're going to be frustrated. You'll have games where you'll have one target and no catch and that's going to suck. I get it. But at the end of the year, I can sell you on all of you guys are going to have competitive numbers. We're going to win a mountain West championship and hopefully be playing in the peach bowl. We good. You know, if Matt Miller and this and Avalos and these guys can sell them on that and they seem like good kids, these receivers. And if they wanted stats, wouldn't a couple of these guys tried to go somewhere else or go into the portal or maybe even go down and say, I want to go play in the big sky for one year because I want to catch 70 balls in a year and try to see what I can do in the pros. Who knows? But um, none of those guys, that didn't happen. In fact, guys came in very competitive room. It's going to be awesome. But that's a great point about the about the next three. Yeah, Billy Bowens and Steph Cobbs are back for their sixth years. Both those guys were here in 2018. Uh, so you've got two sixth, two sixth year guys uh, in Steph Cobbs and Billy Bowens that uh, according are both back for their sixth years. Uh, it was they kind of said all along that was going to be the plan for them, but uh, they yeah, are back. And then you, think about this though: those two players for yeah. a year in practice caught balls from Brett Rippin. That's how long those guys have been here now. Rip was the starting quarterback in 18. That was That's before. Crazy. That was the uh, that was the game that they, they've been a part of a bowl game canceled in the first quarter. The uh, first responder bowl, yes. the game that never happened was 2018. So those guys. On that, are, team, 
Yeah. yeah. Those guys have been around since then. But, I mean, Latrell Caples really emerged last year, Johnny. 51 catches for Latrell Caples. Uh, he is the youngest guy of the group. He's a redshirt junior. His, his fourth year in the program. Uh, 51 catches, 549 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, he emerged. Billy Bowens, 32 catches for 463 yards, uh, four touchdowns as well. And then Steph Cobbs missed two games due to injury, but still had 29 catches for 396 uh, as well. So three returning guys. And if you throw in Riley Smith, as you said, four guys returning with at least 25 catches uh, and at least, uh, you know, 200 yards receiving uh, from that standpoint. So, um, I'll, you know, I guess we'll, we'll go with the big three first Cobbs, Bowens, Caples. How do you rank those three in terms of uh, what you expect from the produ production? If you go on the stats, it was Caples, then Bowens, then Cobbs. I think Cobbs, uh, a lot of people thought would be number one going into that group is like the top wide receiver. I mentioned that he missed two games due to injury, but uh, Caples, Bowens, Cobbs. How do you how do you rank those three in terms of uh, what you expect the production to be this year? I'm gonna, I'm going to rank them based on what I think I'm going to see from Bush's offense in comparison to what Tim Plow did and then what Dirk was doing. I think I'm going to go back to Cobbs for the big three to kind of get back to where he was a couple of years ago when people were saying. Khalil Shakir is passing the Boise State receiver baton that says all conference on it because that's what this program has done, and he is passing that to Steph Cobbs. It's almost like last year, Caples and Bowens and other guys like, no, nope, you're not going to get this, Static. I think Static will have a pretty good year, and, and I think Bush might move him around. I think he's better coming out of the slot. I mean, you've, you've seen Static. He's not a monster dude, but he can make guys miss, and I think there's other players who are monster dudes who will better serve Bush's offense playing on the outside. So I think Static will get a lot of balls there. And then Bowens is just steady. I don't think either any of these guys of the of the big three, of the older three, I don't think any of these guys are going to have first-team all-conference caliber years. But I think they'll be steady. I think they'll show strong leadership. They'll make big catches when they need to. I mean, I feel like this is going to be an offense that's, that's primed on the run. Um, I don't know where the differential is going to be. I know how much teams pass now but um i would expect maybe the best of the three to have i don't know maybe 45 50 catches i think that would be a good year and all three of these collectively can you get 70 catches total 80 catches total out of these three we'll see uh maybe even more than that and some big plays obviously when you need it and i think latrell cables and possibly Cobbs, obviously can help you in the uh, kick return game too you mentioned nobody being maybe first team all conference. So are you expecting those three to, to uh, you know, like this year kind of even out the numbers or do you think one of them will have the, I mean, you're saying Cobbs, but I mean, are we talking a, a big difference or do you think all three of these guys are going to kind of uh, share, share the production? I think it'll be kind of like last year. Yeah. I think they'll kind of share the production BJ. I will say um, when it, when it does come there to Cobbs, you said, you know, the return game uh, I mentioned earlier before, maybe they can find other ways to kind of help make plays. It might be a case of this. The first four, five, seven games, we see more of the big three. The last four, five, seven games, we see more of the next three. A lot of times you'll see that in college football. As the season progresses, they'll get more comfortable, and there'll be a time where maybe Bush Hamden, uh, Matt Miller, wants to turn the page a little bit and see what they can get out of these young guys. Let's uh, talk about the young guys in the second group here in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about Ridley's Family Markets, shopridleys.com. Check them out, 13 Idaho locations. Find one near you. Make sure you go download that new Ridley's app 
from your smartphone. You can get exclusive savings up to 40%. And again, find a location, shopridleys.com. You need business insurance, you need to go check out United Commercial Insurance. They can write business policy insurance in 44 states around the country. Brandon Miner and his staff do a tremendous job. Check them out, 229-8222. They make business insurance easy. Quick call, could save you hundreds of dollars at unitedcommercialinsurance.com. You need a dentist? We'll go see Dr. Miner and his staff, boisedentistryco.com, five locations across the Treasure Valley, full family dentistry. They make an enjoyable experience going to the dentist. Uh, Naismith was just there having a tooth pulled last week and uh, always enjoy our time over at Boise Dentistry Co. Find a location near you. Again, five in the Treasure Valley, boisedentistryco.com. It's, uh, the weather's warming up. Johnny said it's going to be near 90 this weekend. That means lift the afford at Boise. It's grilling season when the uh, – Grills are heating up out in your backyard. The sales are heating up at Lithia Ford of Boise. Make sure you check them out, lithiafordboise.com, to view the full inventory of vehicles, lithiafordboise.com. And, Johnny, a week from tomorrow, Idaho Central Credit Union, we will make a, uh, I would call it a major announcement at Bronco Nation News and Idaho Central Credit Union. A week from tomorrow is the uh, schedule for that live announcement, uh, iccu.com. More than 550,000 Idahoans have made the switch. The number continues to climb, and you can, too, for the best in mobile e-branch online banking. Check them out, iccu.com. Johnny, you mentioned the other three. How do you rank the, the group after the big three? We got Shea Whiting, uh, who you mentioned he's done some things and still is kind of the, the forgotten man uh, in the group when it comes to a lot of these guys. Uh, we mentioned Eric McAllister, um, who, again, I, I think is a, a guy that uh, – is getting a lot of hype right now, and he had 11 catches last season. So we do have to kind of we kind of have to remember that a little bit. Uh, and then Prince Strawn, another guy who's getting a ton of praise for what he did in the spring, and, and you know he's got the NFL bloodlines as you guys have discussed on your show. But you know zero catches. This is his first season here as well. So um, a lot of hype. How much of that's going to actually turn into production here? What do you make of the guys after the the quote unquote big three? I know this, and I'm on the sidelines sometimes at practice, before games, before the spring game. I'm I'm on the sidelines, right? And um, those three look different than the big three, um, the the younger three, the next three. They 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 look bigger, faster, stronger. They 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 do, and especially the strong kid and the McAllister kid and Whiting has filled out as well. Like to me. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really excited athletically to see what these guys can do. I, I really want to temper it, though, and, and because the three that we've been talking about are all very well-capable Mountain West receivers, and they can absolutely win the league with Capels, Bowens, and Static, right? But you have these other three kind of waiting to make plays, and we've seen them make plays. I've seen them at practice. I've seen them in the spring game. Just in warm-ups, watching the fluidity of sometimes how these guys catch the ball and their route running, I think they can all, like you said, probably start at just about any other Mountain West school right now. Um, Strawn, I like the most, but I have to temper also the most because he's the youngest. He's played the least amount of uh, – actually, I, I, he's from the Bahamas. I'm not sure when exactly they got playing football. I don't want to say he just started playing in high school. I think he told us – that he played a little earlier, or or his brother did. I'm sorry, we had his brother on who plays in the NFL for the Indianapolis Colts at the same position. He just yeah. looks like he just. I mean, you've seen him, BJ. He last year we looked at McAllister and he was bigger than everybody. Uh, Strong's bigger than McAllister, and you're like, what? They uh, he's bigger than McAllister? What? I, I, what, what the heck, man? And he runs really well, and I think I think he has terrific hands too. Just seeing 
Just he's such a natural ball catcher for me. He's who I'm most excited about, but probably might take the longest to uh, maybe exceed some of the expectations idiots like me probably are putting on him. Uh, McAllister, you're right. The best, what, 11-catch season in Boise State history? We're Four touchdowns, though. Four touchdowns. It should be. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like, so if he catches 40 balls this year, we're going to get 10 touchdowns out of that, right? I see what you're doing on that. Okay. I mean, it seems like Eric McAllister and Taylor Green have developed a nice rapport with each other, and I think Taylor feels comfortable dude, I'm going to throw this ball up on a 50-50 ball and it's not going to get picked off, okay? I mean, quarterbacks, if they don't think you're going to get up there and get it or at least not let the DB get it, they don't want interceptions on their stat sheet, man. Um, and I think Taylor Green has a lot of confidence throwing deep to McAllister. And Whiting just feels like he can do a little bit of everything. He's just good at a lot of different stuff, fluid athlete. I like the way he catches the ball too. And I'm excited to see what he can do and then obviously the other guys, you know, Penry and Bolt, I mean, whatever. But um, I like the young guys a lot. I just don't know. Yeah, like you said, they haven't really done much, but uh, there's definitely a lot to be excited for there. No doubt about it. It's a crowded wide receiver room. And we just mentioned eight guys uh, that we would potentially, if you bring in Bolt and uh, Penry, eight guys that make legitimate case to, to maybe get some playing time this year. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, wide receiver and, and how that shakes out with the depth chart and the production and who Taylor Green's favorite guy becomes. Uh, that is going to be uh, one of the key storylines on this team moving forward. The production at wide receiver, probably the deepest position on the team. So, Johnny, position too, man. Yep. Appreciate your time as always. We'll be listening three to six today. Idaho Sports Talk, 95 3 FM, 1350 AM. By the way, Tyreek LaBeouf up there with your Seahawks, man. I saw him sporting that number five at the rookie minicamp. Uh, we'll see uh, what happens. We'll see what happens with uh, Tyreek LaBeouf if he can hang on there. But uh, appreciate everybody. For those long corners, man. You know that. Appreciate everybody for checking us out. Thanks again, RowPaint.com. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll be listening today to uh, KTIK, and then we'll be back with Jay Tuss tomorrow at 9 a.m. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bronco Nation News Live. Go subscribe. Go register for the golf tournament. BroncoNationNews.com.